At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. There's only 24 hours in a day. I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way that I could know just what I want to listen to. There's 150,000 shows that I'm not sitting through. Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. And I'm Joel. Hello, friends. As November continues, that means that Lister Appreciation Month continues. We are rounding third base, I think it's safe to say, if we're using the baseball analogy here in the month. And uh, that means that uh, it's now time for us to review Star Talk Radio. Yeah. Star Talk Radio from Neil deGrasse Tyson. These are exciting times. He's got... The mo- well, we're going to get to it in a minute. First, At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. Well, let me tell you where you are and, and what's going on here. You're on Pod on Pod. PodonPod.com is where you can find us. You can also find us at Pod on Pod on Twitter. Facebook, just search for Pod on Pod. We're in iTunes and Stitcher on SoundCloud and YouTube. And what we do is every week we review a different podcast so that you don't have to. Generally, you only get episodes from us on Wednesday during Listener Appreciation Month. Every November, you're going to get two episodes a week not because we actually wanted to do it but because you guys sent us in so many submissions we wanted to get to as many as we possibly could yeah we appreciate it (laughs) (laughs) no no it's been a lot of fun i really it's it has been a lot of fun uh so every week what we do is we break down a show with four criteria we talk about audio quality host likability production values and then the content itself. And the reason we do this is because there's so many shows out there. There's hundreds and hundreds of thousands of shows, and there are not that many that are good. There are many that are good. There are thousands that are good, that are great even. Percentage-wise. It's a small number sometimes. So we like to weed out some of the better ones that we want you to to, uh, pay attention to and check out. This month, we've been doing shows that have been suggested to us by our listeners. And in this case, this show, Star Talk Radio, was submitted by Derek Arnold. Thank you, Derek, because it's a show that I enjoyed quite a lot. I I got some listener email, though, that I want to share with you to start the show here before we get into our actual review of Star Talk Radio. This is from, let's see, this comes from Carolyn Delbert. Ooh, a lady. Yeah, a lady, indeed. She says, hi, guys. I love the show, and I listen every week, but you two were like a mean old married couple in this episode with all the weird disagreeing and the comments. Maybe you're both tired and grumpy, like a couple of hungover Griffin McElroys. That's funny. Anyway, I still listen to the whole thing, so it couldn't have been that bad. Thanks for all your great work. Get some sponsors and make some money. <laughs> From your lips to God's ears. <laughs> 
Sincerely, I think that's a fair assessment. We can get grumpy sometimes. We're we're people. In particular, I think she was talking about the most recent episode. We, you and I discussed. What show did we discuss? It all bleeds together. Uh, the art of manliness. No, after the art of manliness, we did blurry photos. Yeah, no. we did do. We yeah, we did blurry photos. No, we're doing blurry photos this week. No, hold on. It's one like blurry photos. Well, bizarre no, states. Man- yeah, last week we did the art of manliness of okay. bizarre states. So I was right. No. Yes. Okay. Sort of. <laughs> I wasn't right about the last episode. I wasn't right about the one you were talking about. My feelings are hurt, and I'm going to be angry now. No. No, 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 uh, no. We're having a good time. Uh, thank you, Carolyn, for listening anyway, even when we disagree and, and act like a, a grumpy old married couple. You are sort of like my – you know how people say they have like a work husband? You're my side gig husband. That's what you are. <laughs> That's got to be a pretty good gig. It's a great gig. It's a great gig. We got one more listener mail. This one comes from uh, Nathaniel Mordain. He says, uh, hello, I love the show, and I'm loving listener suggestion week. It's a month, Nathaniel. Get it right. You must not love it that much. I, uh, well, <laughs> because I said it was my favorite <laughs> No, you week. did. It's your favorite. <laughs> it's my favoriteest week of the year. Smart, smart. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he said, I was going to say that there's nothing more you can do, but there is maybe one, and that's to get Josh to fix his dang rating scale. Every time he rates a show that he hates, 0.5, and then he rates one he's ambivalent about, zero, I swear I break out in a rash. And it means that some terrible shows will have a combined rating of 1.5 from both of you, yeah, and some pretty good shows will have a 1, 1 from you, 0 from Josh. But isn't he glad that he knows that versus just some bum on the street? <laughs> he's in. He I, is. He is part of the. He's a popper. Yes. Nathaniel is a popper. Nathaniel is a popper. And all right. So that's our listener mail this week. Let's get into the crux of this thing. And let's talk a little bit about Star Talk Radio with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Where do you want to start? You want to start with content? You know, there's kind of been a debate debate among the listeners of what like. Some want us to lead with content because they think it's the most important thing uh, and it's shown us what what they want to hear. I'm going to say host likability is by far and away the most important thing to a show. So I'm going to say let's lead with host likability. All right. Well, I are, we already have hinted to it. You and yeah. I both think this guy's got maybe the best voice that we've heard so far in podcasting. Yeah. I love I Neil deGrasse Tyson could read me Dr. Seuss. He could read the alphabet, the phone book, probably for quite a while, and I'd be glad to listen to him do it. It's an embarrassment of riches, though, really, when you think about him. First of all, he's arguably I don't know. He's in pop culture, at least, he's probably the smartest or the second smartest person in the world, right? I uh, like maybe he's not technically the smartest guy in the world or the second smartest guy, but as far as people, we all know their name. It's Stephen Hawking and him, and maybe one's one and maybe one's the other. Um, I'm Who else do you know in pop culture that's smarter? Tanaka Toshi. Man, I can't See, remember See, if you can't name. remember his name, I'm saying that one doesn't count. Okay, well, first off, I... I'm not, <laughs> you might not remember my last name from yeah. day to day. Okay, fair enough. But I, Neil deGrasse Tyson's up there. That's the point. He's in the pantheon of modern thinkers and philosophers. But it's sure. not just that he's smart. He is super charming he's very witty which is different than smart accessible yes Yes. that's what he whether it be through his like storytelling ability his general like pop culture savvy 
his his friendliness with comedians and well, celebrities. Some people who you think of uh, uh, as being extremely smart and intelligent, generally you think that they're going to lack on the social side a little bit, maybe be a little awkward and not be able to get their thoughts out. But, man, he does a fantastic job. Super fluid, uh, and he moves right in and out. I Anyway, I don't think that I could like him any more than I do. That's that's where I am on host likability. You with me? Uh, yeah, man. I would love to have a drink with him. Uh, let's move on to audio quality then because that's sort of on the same token. This dude does have a great voice, and this show is very well recorded. So the voice is always well transmitted. Yeah, but sometimes you get into the shows that are like recordings of a panel or something. Yeah, no, the live episodes yeah. are different. We've talked about this before. It, I this is a problem for everybody. A lot of times the rooms that you have for meetings and for conventions and for panels are not great rooms for recording. They're not set up for recording and they don't set the equipment up properly. And so what you've got is a shoddily recorded show. But the the regular studio shows are wonderful. Yeah. Let's move on then to production values. Limited. I got to be no, – no, I think – no, because first off, there's a lot of commercials – well, there are a lot of breaks. Yeah, there's yes. a lot of breaks in the show. But he doesn't. A they don't do. They don't do sounders doing the sh- during the show. Uh, they don't a do lot of sound music effects. Going in and out, man. Yeah, it's it's music in and out of commercials, but the music yeah. is well thought out. The oh music, man, I love it. I always love it. connected to the topic yes. in some way. If we're talking about gravity, it's literally he's playing Gravity by John Mayer. You know, coming in into a break or out I of love a, when a commercial. Beastie Boys are the intro, man. Well, that's the intro almost yeah. every episode, I think. Isn't that's his theme yeah. song? The is it is that intergalactic? I don't know the Beastie Boys well enough to know uh, what song it is, but it is it is a Beastie Boys song. The music is well chosen and it is well used in that it is to buffer, hey, here's our content versus here's our sponsor breaks. And he does have a lot of sponsors on this show. Yeah. It's one of the most listened to and downloaded shows out there though, so it makes sense that he would be well sponsored. Then let's move on into the content. We're banging right through here. Content, this show is about discussing, to me, this is about pop culture, science, and very specifically where they mix. So like, for instance, one of the episodes that I listened to was the pseudosciences episode. I listened to that one too. It was a great one. And the whole point of that episode was he solicited questions and responses, ideas, topics from Twitter followers, Facebook followers about Pseudoscientists, different things that either you think maybe is a thing, but people have told you that that's hookum, or you think it's bunk, and somebody else, your aunt, just believes in those crystals, buddy. I think that that's I think that's a good episode that shows why he's so good on this podcast because he doesn't necessarily like he doesn't really get like get he doesn't dig into those pseudosciences like he's not bashing them. Really, he's not overly critical. He's not harsh. It's, hey, yeah, okay, well, this is this could be why they think that, but you know, when it comes down to brass tacks, and I mean, this is what it is. And well, he said, I think like very specifically, that. yes, I think very specifically in that episode, he says at one point, talking about people with varying beliefs, he says, I have no problem with, and no one should have any problem with you believing whatever it is that you want to believe. Yeah, but to take something that I know that I can verify isn't true and to try to force that on me or to somebody else, that's where you and I are going to have a problem. But he's very cordial about it and presents all of these things in a uh, a very polite and accessible manner. Exactly, which is what I think makes his show appeal to the masses like it does. Absolutely. He uh, often, if not always, has a comedian sort of co-host. Uh, and then occasionally, uh, or, or more than occasionally, he also has a, sort of an expert 
panelist uh, on as well to discuss whatever topic uh, is on that week's show. Here at Pod, we like to listen to at least three episodes of a podcast. That gives us an idea on, on whether we're going to really enjoy the show. I ended up listening to several more than three, and I'm now subscribed. Well, it's also really easy to listen to more than three because some of them are like four minutes long. Like well, the... and I didn't even count any of those. I okay. listened to a bunch of those many episodes, right. too. He, those are called um, Star Talk Soundbites. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but the main episodes is what I'm talking about. I listened to the Planet of the Apes episode. I knew you would. Uh, I love that movie. I love the series, and I, and I enjoyed that episode. I listened to the Superheroes Cosmic Queer- Queries episode with Colin Jost, and I also listened to Colin Jost. Jost, I'm sorry. And I listened to the uh, Primate Evolution episode with Doctor Ian Tattersall and Eugene Merman. Um, we almost listened to all the same ones. Oh, really? Well, yeah. no, since then, I've listened to a couple more. I've also listened to the Gravity episode, Cosmic Queries on Gravity. I listened to the Pseudosciences episode, and which I didn't mention there. And I listened to one more, at least. I, the topic eludes me. But I, I love this show. I like uh, so it quite a lot. So the first three I listened to was uh, the Pseudoscience episode, mm-hmm. the Planet of the Apes episode, and the Superheroes with Colin Jost episode. That's weird. We, For all our grumblings... We got a lot in common. We got a lot in common. Yeah, we do have a lot in common. <laughs> sort of like we're going to be buddies or something. The, so sometimes it's uh, more almost like a loose, fun lecture atmosphere. Like uh, the in particular, I'm thinking about like the primate evolution. It struck me. I had a couple of college classes where we we would bring in an expert or a practitioner or something, and the the teacher of the class would sort of interview that expert for the class. And, and the whole time they're bringing back illustrations specifically and tying it to the curriculum that you've already talked about. I felt like in the primate evolution episode, there was a lot of that going on him tying it to planet of the apes and things that they talked about in recent episodes of his show. But it was like him drawing that information out of their expert Ian Tattersall. And then you got the other side of the coin, which is like the Cosmic Queries episodes, where it's sometimes kind of a rapid fire questions from the audience kind of deal. It's stump the the genius. Yeah, I feel like I feel like some of them are like um, like most conversations are very surface, right? Sure. And I feel like this it's very conversational, but I feel like like they understand the purpose of them even recording their conversation. So I feel like they just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper. It's not so much that the conversations are necessarily horizontally linear it's more like the conversations are vertically linear wow that's a really good way to explain it but yeah no it does you sort of find yourself you're 45 minutes in you're like we are way down the rabbit hole yeah uh that's great and you and i said it last week and when we were talking about doing this episode and it's true neil degrasse tyson makes you feel smarter like and these podcasts make me feel smarter like i li- i finish a star talk radio and i think that was a that was a valid and useful use of my time, you know? unless it's a minute episode. <laughs> well, but even then, like I feel like I got a little minute chunk of knowledge, you yeah, know, but, wrapped in two commercials for NatureBox. So it's like it's like <laughs> ten, ten seconds. That's my only issue. Uh, is ten seconds with you is like a year of sheer happiness. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, we talk about we have a lot of conversations off air about length, right? Yes. And I don't. I've, I'm kind of starting to come to the conclusion that it doesn't matter to me if your show's 15 minutes, half hour, three hours long. It's more important to me for it to be consistent. You so you do not you. Re, it really bothers you when one feed has multiple sorts of things. Like, don't give me a teaser 
and the show. Just give me the thing. Yeah. I mean, because I'm assuming that's what he's doing here. It's like, hey, we've got some of this content here, and I don't have time for a full episode, or there's a scheduling hole, or whatever. Or maybe it's just like, hey, we need we've got some more ads, I'll and wait. I need to fill the time with all these ads, which and is so what I, I put think, out a little bit which more. Is, could be what what what's the cause of it? See, that doesn't bother me. I don't mind getting the other, and I it would bother me if this was the only podcast or one of two or three that I listen to because then I would be looking forward to the content. I get the little mini episode and I'd be mad because I'm done. I am never, my, my queue is never empty. Okay. I've got podcasts for months to listen to. So I don't mind when some of them are shorter than normal. (laughs) (laughs) That's so selfish. (laughs) No, it's like, it's like, Oh, a little sugar jolt. And then we move on to the next thing. All right. On to the next one. Fair enough. All right. So after we break down a show with the four criteria, audio quality, host likability, content, and production value, we then talk about our favorite moments. This show might have my favorite moment of any podcast ever in the history of our podcast listening. Okay? It was in the Hank Azaria episode, or Hank Azaria, which I also didn't mention, but I listened to that I one too. I listened to that one too. Yes, you did. You, you told me that. But the Hank Azaria episode, about halfway through their conversation, Hank Azaria uses the word codify did you hear it you mean codify no he says codify just like i used to and you and my wife made fun of me for no because you're wrong the word may be codify but i've now heard a very intelligent performer use codify and neil degrasse tyson was in the room and didn't say anything about it <laughs> they put it out on a podcast like there was like there wasn't anything wrong with it i'm gonna say codify is an acceptable use that's neil degrasse tyson approved my favorite moment I'm not sure <laughs> that that conversation went the way that you're remembering it. He said something about they were talking no, I'm about. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about. Oh, you and me. Yeah, I was in the other room. I said codify, and you said no, it's codify. And you guys told me how it was, and then you went in the other room, and I checked it on Siri. That's how it happened. <laughs> no, I okay. This is off. We're going to cut all this. Yeah, sure. Or most of it. I'm just saying that I looked at the pronunciation as you got up to walk to the refrigerator. I played it. Oh, okay. Well, that's one pronunciation is my point. Sure. All right. So what was your favorite moment, sir? How are you going to beat that? (laughs) I'm trying to remember who he was interviewing. And it might have been Colin, but I can't remember because I've listened to a bunch of them. But uh, off the top, because he'd had other episodes with him, off the top, he's like, hey, I just want to apologize because last time I kept calling you the wrong name. Yeah? Yeah, like like mispronounced. What did he call him? Ah, oh, man, I wish I could remember. His last name. He had mispronounced no, his last name. No, his first name. Like, kept calling him the wrong name. Like Kevin? The whole he's th- like, I'm here with comedian Kevin. <laughs> I can't, no, I can't remember. I'm sorry. That's, I don't know, that's But funny. it was, it was, I love that off the top he just... Hey, I'm putting this out there. In the Planet of the Apes episode, they were talking about how great the special effects are now and how we're really at a point where this motion capture technology and what they can do with CGI, there really is no line. Like, we can we can really do whatever we want to now. And uh, Eugene Merman, his comedian sidekick, said, hopefully there won't be any people in the movies in the future. <laughs> and I, I strongly agree. <laughs> I want every movie to be about, you know, marmots or something. That's, I'm all about it. So that was our favorite moments. You got anything else there? Nope. All right. Let's move on to alternate titles then. This show, Star Talk Radio, is a pretty good one, especially because of the format. I don't know that he airs this on any actual like terrestrial radio stations, but I would not be surprised to hear that, would you? Like it's, it's broken up in the right way. You could very easily put this on 
an hour's worth of radio time. Sure. Yeah. I would call it, though, Cosmos, the official podcast. No. Why not? Because this was so much before Cosmos. Well, no, it was very, you're right. It was before he took over Cosmos from Carl Sagan, of course. But I feel like, especially in the, like as big a podcast as this is, him being on TV doing Cosmos is a bigger thing for normal people. Like the world knows him because of Cosmos, not because of Star Talk Radio. All right, you got a better one? Yeah, and a galaxy really, really close. <laughs> and a galaxy right here. Yeah. <laughs> How about uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson is smarter than you? No, man. Because <laughs> there were sometimes, like, I did find sometimes that the uh, co-host was a little, um, a little nose up. What do you mean? A uh, little elitist? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't find that. All right. All right, then. Eugene? Was that the one you had a problem with? No, just some people come off pretty ridiculous. All right, then. After we work on alternate titles, after we give you our favorite moments, we got to rate this thing so you can know exactly how we feel about this show. We don't give it thumbs up. We don't give it stars. We give it earbuds in. You want to go first or you want me to? Uh, no, I'll go first. Okay. One and a half. Oh, I'm disappointed. Oh, oh, Grass Tyson's disappointed. I don't care. The Cosmos is disappointed. Well, maybe if you made your show length more consistent, I wouldn't be disappointed. All right, then. One and a half, just because of the occasional four-minute episodes. What's well, not? I don't. It's not occasional. It's a, there's a lot of them. <laughs> All right, fair enough. I'm going to give it a two. It, this is one of my favorite shows that we found so far. As a, like you and I were talking the other day about what's your favorite show that you didn't listen to before we reviewed it. This one's yours. I think this All one's right. mine so far. I definitely will be. I will stay subscribed. I really enjoy Neil deGrasse Tyson, but I enjoy this show even more than I thought I was going to. It's a great show for me. There you go. So that is our review of Star Talk Radio. You, you can find them online at StarTalkRadio.net. That's where you can uh, subscribe to the show and uh, check it out for yourself. You can find us online at PodOnPod.com, and we'll be back on Wednesday with another episode, this time talking about... Blurry photos. photos. Yeah. Until next time. I'm Josh. And I'm Joel. Farewell and keep looking up. Are you wanting something funny? Are you wanting something smart? A show on astral projection or the history of art? Do you want to learn a language or how to play guitar? You just leave it up to Joel and Josh. Pod on Pod on Pod is a proud member of the Procast Network, a Procreate production. Procreate is a community of artists in film, music, the digital arts, and fine arts that helps them connect and collaborate on projects. You can find out more at teamprocreate.com. For more great podcasts from the Procast Network, check out Movie Buzzed. Every week, your host, Zach, and special guests review a new film. It's time for good friends, a great movie, and a good buzz. The Pod on Pod theme song was written and produced by Adam Dale. You can find more information about him on our website, as well as links to his forthcoming album, Cats and Dogs. Our musical guest this week is Andrew Reddy.
At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. Tune into Haycar's new podcast series, The Road to a Simple Life. And join me, Vernon Kay, as I chat to McFly's Harry Judd, Ian Haste of Haste Kitchen, and Money Magpie's Jasmine Bertles about how they keep things simple across their family, food, and financial lives. Lives. The Road to a Simple Life is brought to you by Haycar, the new website for used cars that promise to make finding your perfect used car simpler than ever. Find us on all major podcast channels or head to haycar.co.uk forward slash simple for all of the episodes.